Kitchen. This actually is called Unfiltered Kitchen. Welcome back to Unfiltered Kitchen. Yeah. The hour, hour, I hour. think is the hour, O-U-R, yes. is the YouTube version. Oh. But the pad- podcast is Unfiltered Kitchen. And welcome back. Yes, good to see everybody. Good to be here. Back again with my number one daughter. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm exhausted right now, but I'm good. I like your hair like that. Thank you. I do too, actually. I hit up Nikhil. I got my hair braided. Um, I don't know, depending on what's... Wow, how old is Nikhil now? Nikhil is 29. She's been married for like almost three years. Or she just had her three-year wedding anniversary. She has a daughter who will be one in December. Like, she's doing well. So Nikhil is a family... Okay, so my dad, one of my dad's family friends who he's known since... Knee high, to, knee high to a duck. Yay high. Um, all the kids, we've like grown up knowing each other. And it's funny because I used to look at Nikhil like, oh, she was so young. She's 29. Yeah, I am she, 34. Yeah. So it's crazy how like when you're younger, those. Age different. A couple years can make it. Ageism yeah. is like yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's such a weird thought to me. But like when she was telling me these things, I was like. Girl, we're the same age. Like, that's how I felt. Um, Not the same age, but like, you know, just that phase of life that um, we're in and experiences. It was very much like, oh, my gosh, this is it. So it was cool. It was nice to catch up with her. Um, But what I can say, depending on what city you're in, like, I know here in L.A., getting your hair braided, you don't know this issue. It is could be a nightmare sometimes. Like, braiders flake, keep you a deposit. They, like, you'll be outside their house, like, for an hour trying to be, like, just break my damn hair. But Nikhil, she had a studio. I went to her studio. She was on time. It was clean. Nice. I got in and out. Um, and she did not. And she was priced reasonably. That's the other thing. People, How much is something like that? I've had, I was getting quotes from other people, and I was getting quotes from $300 up. 300 350 and someone told me $400. Does that include the hair? That does not include the hair. Oh, hair and is separate my price. My braids are like long right now, but these are like, to me, these are like big size braids. These are like, you know, these aren't little braids. Those are like medium size. Medium size braids. Uh. I made 175 yeah. And I was super happy. Um, and then the hair, one of my, um, like a mom friend, this girl I've known since high school, um, her and her mom actually developed a braiding hair company called Slay. Yeah. So I actually, when she announced that, or she told me she was doing it, I was like, cool, I'm going to grow my hair out so I can try your hair out. And I like it. <laughs> oh, so you bought the hair from somebody you know? Yeah. She gifted me some, but then I went, her and her, um, in Inglewood, they have a, a beauty supply store, Glow and Flow Beauty. Is it Flow? Flow and flow beauty, but it's on La Brea. And I went, I purchased, she gave me a bunch of hair, but I like wanted to support black owned business, mom owned business, mother daughter yeah. duo. Like they have the brick and mortar. I was like, and I go to the beauty supply to get stuff for Boz's hair all the time. So okay. went and got my hair, and it was cool because I got my hair first braided in September. And that was one of those like nightmare stories, but I was just so thankful to get my hair braided. And I was so happy that my hair was long enough to get braided. I didn't care at that point. I was just like, yes. Um, but this time, I had to get like two packs of hair. And I went 
And I guess for me buying products last time, they were like, oh, we may, we have a new system. I saved $13 off of my purchase. So they've got a good rewards pro, um, program too. And what's the name of this company? Glow and Flow is the beauty supply. And, and I will, I'm going to send you guys the information. It's, they, it's here in LA, but you can buy their stuff online. And it's woman owned? It's woman owned. It's black. It's a black woman owned. Um, Diane Valentine and Ryan Valentine. Like that's the mother daughter duo. Um, and then they, yeah, they have their their hair and it's like soft. It's a lot softer than like the like the Rastafari hair and like the normal braiding hair. It's pre stretch, pre feather. Um, and it was like okay. shiny. It was. I'm sorry. I'm just happy that I have hair on my head right now and I get to play with it, y'all. Spin a minute. What are we gonna talk about today? Uh, Besides hair. No, that was just one thing. That was just one thing. That was just one thing. Um, well, what's been going on in your life? On uh, my life? Yeah. Well, I was grinding last week. Last couple of weeks, I've been grinding a little bit. Making a little bit of money. A couple, couple decent shows came through. That's good. What kind of shows did you see? Or Well, it started with the Adobe show. Okay. And then from the Adobe show, it went to the... This is Adobe Max. Adobe Max. So really computer cool. programming, all that. So uh, Zaire still had the pacifier. Okay. He's two now? Not almost yet. two? Almost. Quite. Okay. Whose birthday's on the 28th? Zaire. Zaire's on the 28th. Yeah, he'll okay. be, he's my a, child will be he'll two. He'll be two. Okay. His two in three days. He's talking about not really. Or I said, yeah. No, you said, no, really, no. Okay. He's two years old. He's still sucking up pacifier. Which I, you know, I don't know what the age is, but whenever he's with me, I, I just go right to him and say, give me the pet, give it to me. Either he sticks it out, goes, I take it, and he never asks about it. He never says a word about it until he gets to his mom. Then it's all of a sudden, so annoying. he calls it myrrh. myrrh. The myrrh, the binky, the pacifier yeah. is called myrrh. I'm telling you, when he's with me, it's not even a thought. And okay? it's even now, yes, so Ace was at the house this weekend, and Ace was like, Auntie, where's Ice Myrrh? And I was like, Ace, he don't need the myrrh. And he was like, where's his myrrh? Well, well you guys, it's the, the adults are still giving the myrrh. The, the whatever. Okay. Not always. I've been working on breaking it. So All I you got to do is I just one don't, I day. take it away. Let me tell you something. It's one, maybe two days of I pain. Take it away. It's one or two days of him asking for it and crying because he doesn't have it. And after that, it's over. That's it. I got that. Between okay. my meetings during the day. Oh, here, you know what? I'm I know on what Zoom. So sometimes like I need that, like, I don't have the the, the space right now to be like because then my kids like, eh. like I don't the have the space to let them go. Are like, hey Zaire, I I can't keep putting myself like on mute. It's like a sometimes like in my mornings are like, I'll take away the myrrh. I trust me, I take it away. She's been saying this for probably two months like, now. No, like a month. It's been a little longer than a month. Okay, whatever. A month for me. So you guys, with kids, What's with little kids. What's an appropriate time to take your child's myrrh? Whenever, you, you, whenever you feel like it. Do you just decide adult. to take it away? Do you no. wean from it? Like. Okay, so there was this one lady who came on, because was, this was back when we were taking aces, getting ace off of his. It was over two. Okay. Ace still had his, and then of course him and Zaire were together. Yes. And it was like, "What's well, not fair? You took Ace's, Zaire still has his." Da, da. What? So this lady chimed in. Who said it wasn't fair? Well, somebody who saw a video. It was a, oh, probably like... posted something. So she said, "Here, this is what you do. You take it, we and first it away you together. first you pierce holes in it. Did that? Okay, 
and you let them play with that, and that's, I guess, a little bit less satisfying, then you actually clip the tip off a little bit. So now there's really no suction. Just kind of hanging out in his mouth, like satisfying his oral fixation or whatever. It wasn't even that. He just kept throwing it at me. Oh, he didn't want it. He didn't want it like that. Oh, he had a full. Oh, well, then that's the way he gets it, though. Because what happens is, what happens is they wanted wanted less, less. He was screaming like he was like dying. So, but do you understand? Like the myrrh had died. You have to understand, though. They do that to you because they can get away with it with you. Yes, I know. Okay? And not only you, whatever mothers that's out there that just, you know. This is like, your kids do it. Just like when you send your kids to someone else's house and they're like, oh my gosh, your kids can come back anytime. They listen. They help clean up. And you're like. Whose children are you referring no, to? No. Well, here's the deal. If so when Zaire's with other people in other places, you won't ask about the murder. It doesn't exist. Okay, so what makes you think it's okay for him I to don't act think it's, up? I don't think it's okay. What what okay, let me say it a different way then. What makes it allowable mm-hmm. for him to act up when he's with you, yet he's well he knows the difference. He's well behaved and well mannered outside of your eyesight. Uh, and it's not, it's really a rhetorical question. It's a question for you to stop and think and say, why do you allow that? I think it's, why do I still pacify or why do I use these moments to allow, why do I allow these moments to happen where I use the myrrh to provide time for myself? That's how I look at it. Like, I know that's not it. I need help. That's that's my answer. Okay. I need help. So this is in relationship and to can be, be completely transparent. I would love if someone could help me break Zaya with his mirror. To push this is through what's going on right now. To push through the little child raising mm. moments. And I'm not saying they're small moments. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, you take them piece at a time. Yes. But this particular piece, the way you get rid of this desire is just to take it away. Now, yes, you're gonna have to go through two days of crying. And I have no problem with that. Then, but guess what? What? When I'm able to afford two days of crying. Well, just like today. It'll happen. Today's the day you could afford it. I could not afford it today. Okay. I had an hour and a half meeting today, and I had two hours of school today. Like, it, you, that's what I'm saying. You still don't know. I'd be like this. Here, take it. Day. I got an hour and a half meeting. After that, it's gone. Okay? It's easier said than done right now. Well, well, no. It's, I'm not saying it's easy. Believe me, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not putting that kind of... Uh, you know, easy cakewalk on it. Okay. Bro, you just told me to just take it away and tell the kid to come back in an hour and a half. Baby. Well, no, you said because you needed quiet for an hour and a half yeah, for your meeting. Like, so I, I understand. I understand. I you know, it's like when you guys were little, when I need really need something to get done, I'd put you guys in front of, Trust a, me, a, hey, a VCR the and you'd be me watching right cartoons. Now, I don't like it because it reminds me that there is idle time for my kid where I'm like not me or someone else is not playing with them. It's, Hey, I need my kid to just be occupied right now so I can get this stuff done. You know, like to me, the okay, is here. not a good reminder. Okay, so here. trust me, I want the bird gone. I'll give you an example. I, I just came over. Yeah. The kids are all running around playing. Yes. Okay. There's nothing serious going on. He's got the, He's got the murder smell. He just woke up. He hasn't had the murder for quite a oh, while. He's been moving around so playing many today. Excuses. Okay. Not excuses. No. You haven't been here. Okay. Just assume. All right, here. There was one question one lady asked me this week. Yes. And she said, 
she was referring to her grandkids. She said her granddaughter has tantrums. Mm-hmm. Or she says really big fits. You know, what do you suggest? So I suggested the crying room. Okay. Go get the kids real quick. I want to see how what they I just want to see what they would say about the crying room. Go get them. Don't prep them. I'm not prepping them. I'll tell the people about the crying room. I don't want to call them in here. So the crying room, just so that you guys know, when you come to my house, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can play, you can eat ice cream, you can do whatever you want, but you can't cry. You can't cry. I mean, if you fall and you skin your knee, yes, you can cry. No problem. You hit your head, you bink your head, yeah. Okay, cry. I got it. But you can't cry because you're not getting your way. You can't cry over being spoiled. If you cry over being spoiled, I send you to the den. Or the playroom, actually. And I, I, but I call it the crying room when you're crying. Because if you're just going to cry, just to cry, to get your way, I don't mind you crying, but go in the room and cry. Now, when you go to the room, I pretty much tell you, though, I say, look, when you finish crying and you're ready to talk to me and you're ready to listen to me, then we can talk and you can listen and I'll listen and, and we can go from there. But as long as you're crying, cry in the crying room. Come and grab a seat for me real quick. Tell me, or tell, we're actually recording. Tell the folks about the crying room. What do you think about it? First, you're going to talk in the mic. I don't like it. Okay. It makes, you, go ahead. Go ahead. It makes me feel like a, 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 a triplet. A triplet? But let me ask you something. Do you know why you go to the crying room when you, when you grow? Yep. When you go? Why? Because I cry. So when, why do I send you to the crying room when I do see you? Because I might be crying for not a reason. Okay. Okay, but about the crying room, do you think it stops you from crying unnecessarily? Sometimes. Okay. When's it like you haven't been there for a while, though, right? Nope. Why? Because you don't. Because well, I don't cry. Yeah, you don't cry anymore. No. No, he hasn't been to the crying room the last few times. He's only, he only, actually only went there like maybe three or four times, and then he stopped crying unnecessarily. So I used to send Boz to the crying room because Boz would come over, and, you know, he's used to being able to do everything his way, and then when he can't, he'd cry. And I just tell him go to the crying room. And a couple times, first few times, it was really crazy because he was in there, he was flailing and kicking and stomping and everything. And, okay, you know, I was worried about him banging his head on thing. But finally, I said, you know, if he bangs his head, he's going to learn not to bang his head anymore. And I think he kind of cracked if, his head one time. I was like, you know. Because if I bang my head, I'm going to crack my head apart. Like, oh, okay. You're being so dramatic. dramatic. All right. Okay, I just wanted to get your thought on the crying room okay, real quick. will you go get Ryder? She no. Goes, Excuse me? No. Please. Please go All right, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Okay, Ryder. <laughs> and now we have Miss K with us. So, Hello, have I ever Kay. sent you to the crying room? You never went to the crying room, huh? You don't. You really? You don't think so? I don't think. So. <laughs> you don't think so? Maybe. Maybe you just don't remember. I'm pretty sure I've thrown you in the crying room too. You know what the crying room is for? Yeah. What's it for? It's for if you cry, and it's the timeout room, and the crying room, and the playroom. Yes. Oh. And usually, <laughs> I will send somebody to the crying room if they're crying kind of I don't want to say for no reason but if they need a moment yes if they're having a difficult time with something and they just start crying then I'm like oh no go to the crying room cry. All right. thank you Ryder K thank you baby no is this a podcast 
go. You know? I want to stay. No, no, no. Well, I don't care if you stay. Come on. But you got to stay over here. I was explaining to the moms and dads out there that sometimes when your child is being um, spoiled or not listening, not behaving well, and then you're trying to lay down the law as the parent or the uncle or the grandfather, and then they start crying, rather than have a back and forth with them, I just send, send them to the crying room and let them cry it out. So that you could know. be a crying room. It could be a peace corner. It could be your reading nook. Yeah, well, you can call it whatever you want. But yeah, when they, when they, saying, when they like start crying, though, I just say, designated oh, let's area take you to the crying room. To let you cry like, it out. You can go. And I let them cry till they cry no more. I yeah. let them cry themselves to sleep. I don't, you know. I, and the thing is, I still watch them, but I don't let them see me watch them. Because in their mind, I want them to think they are just crying aimlessly with mm-hmm. no getting no attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I got my eye on him, but they don't know I have my eye on him. Yeah, especially I used... little Bob's when I first do with Gus, he'd be on the ground slinging, clinging. You know, I'm like, little boy's gonna knock his hand in the cement. When Boz first started doing his like tantrums, yeah. Oh my gosh, I was so scared because it'd be like, what if we were out somewhere? He would just be like, I'm squirming, and it'd be like, does he still do that? No, I haven't seen him do that. He's 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 um. He's actually been really good. So the crying room, I would suggest for any of you parents or grandparents that have one that is a little bit um, spoiled uh, or has fits. It doesn't have to be spoiled. They are babies. They're tits. They don't know how to regulate their emotions. So it's not like, oh, you're being spoiled. Sometimes, yes, you do know right from wrong. If you don't know the difference. Like sometimes the kids do know right from wrong. And it's like, boss will tell me, oh, yeah, I did that on purpose. Or that was an accident, you know. Yeah. There's times where he's like, okay, mom, I wasn't listening. But then there's yeah. um, times where it's like, he's literally just, they don't, they yeah. can't regulate their so, emotions. So I'm sorry. So he's worked himself up into a cry sometimes so much where it's like, okay, you really need to sit down and breathe so you can recenter. So I got boss, like, um, they have like these emotion charts where you can go through the different emotions with your kids. So I used to be like, you know, if these are emotions that you're feeling, like these are other ways that you can release or like go through them. It's, you don't always just have to lay down and cry. Like that's not an appropriate response for all of these emotions. Yeah. The deal with the crying room is one, I let them just burn their energy out. And I'm, I talk to them though, while they're in there, occasionally I'll go in there and I'll say, Boz, when you finish crying and you want to talk to me and you're ready to listen to me, then you can come on out. Now, if he keeps crying, I let him stay in there. But you know, he's only probably been in the crying room three, maybe four times. Initially, it is rough. But the second, second time might be just as hard as the first time. But then the third time, they start to realize that it's not getting them too far. Just sitting there crying and going through fits. And maybe the first time it might have lasted. This one, I think the first time it lasts like maybe 20 minutes. Okay? Yelling. Like the world was ending. And then the second time, maybe it was 15 minutes. And the third time, it was like five minutes. And the next time, it was two minutes. And now all I got to do is mention the crying room. And he's like, okay, I'm not going to cry. Okay, so... That's it on that. That's all. I, that's all I had to say on that. I just wanted to share because I was talking to a young lady about it and thought I could elaborate a little bit more as opposed to you know texting and typing. Well, let's just draw right to what you were talking about. It's just a very about. specific thing. Yes, it is very specific. Okay. Okay, and it has to do with the compromise part of yes. co-parenting. You know, when birthdays come up, 
Christmas comes, holidays, birthdays, Having to share time. Yeah. Um, like, I have no problem with sharing the time. Like, I'm like, enjoy your children. I want my children to enjoy all of their family. I think the other day I was just going through an emotional, like, mourning or, like, still in this process of, like, realizing what co-parenting really means for me. And there are moments in my children's lives that I banked on being there for no but matter what specific? birthdays, holidays, like yeah, you have to share any those. momental like things in their lives. So they're going to be in D.C. for their uncles or back east for their uncle's wedding. And then it's like I just found out yesterday that the boys are actually in the wedding. So it was just it was just a lot where it's like, you know. Anyway, That's you want to be there? No, I, of, I am not going. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying. There's just certain moments where it's like, yeah, I would love to see my kid. Like, you know. Video. Like, uh, I mean, you got to stand. You, there, there are things. I am compared. okay, though, okay. that I'm not going to be with Zaire for his birthday this year. And that is fine because it's just a day I'm with him every day. Every day. And how many birthdays have you been with him? One. One. Okay. So now it's one and one. He one was, for him, one for you. He was here for his birthday. All his stuff. Is, we've done things together. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, the wedding I, is on Zaire's birthday, what, so it's what, what I would say is those little those Halloween, moments. Halloween, it's fine. I'm okay because I'm gonna take this time for myself and catch up on some sleep in my classes and work. Okay. I was gonna say those moments when you don't get to have him 100 percent or even 50 yeah. percent. About it because there's so much more life in front. I know. You know. I know. No, it was just like, and, and, I think it was just, just one of those moments thought. where I was just like, ugh, just going through the like the actual emotions of it because mm-hmm. this is like the first time that it is happening in this capacity, you know, just one of those new little things of co-parenting. Mm-hmm. But I talked to one of my other friends and he co-parents and he was like, yo, like this, it is what it is. Like, you're going to be fine. Remember, you have your kids all the time. Like, be grateful for the moments that you do have, like the moments that you're you're not there. They're still going to have great moments. They're still out of love. They're with their family. It's what you want for your children. So don't like stress yourself out. Yeah, certainly don't yeah. stress yourself out. Like don't like put too much thought, you know, too much on it. Yeah, you really shouldn't put too much thought on it. It's no. not a problem unless you make it one. And it isn't. It was just, yeah. And I, I was just emotional that morning and then like I was fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was just that moment of realizing, Compromise. you like, know, the, the big thing uh, was, oh my gosh, like I really actually have to share. Yes, and like you have to compromise. I you have, have to, to now. No, it was sorry. I know you're trying to talk about compromising. No, no, no. go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till you finish. <laughs> I think I was just sad because now I was like, I have to accept the fact that like I don't get to do all the things. Believe me, I you know, you look, do you really want to do all the things? Do you really want to be there 24-7? No, and that's why they're going. And I'm like, peace oh, out, God. have fun yeah, at this look point. At the, the positive aspect of it. Break yeah. time. Oh, super break time. Go spend the birthday with your daddy. I am. You know? So. But I, I did think that that was, when, you know, when you mentioned it earlier today, I did think that was a highlight. I mean, not, you know, not a highlight. It's something that should be highlighted mm-hmm. that in the co-parenting deal, you know, don't think that you can have it all your way. It's just not going to mm-hmm. go your way. You're not being fair to yourself or to the whole institution concept of co-parenting. 
you know, if you think that it's going to go all your way, there's going to be times you just, you don't agree, but you compromise. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't, re I'd rather, but you compromise. And some people might need to look up the definition of compromise to truly understand, you know, but even when you do, you know, you look at it for the, to the best. It's just a moment. It, it's it's, just, a, it's moment, just a moment. And it's a break. Thank you. Know, you. I actually, break. I'm actually looking forward to these breaks. One of my friends was like, uh, girl, this is now you can plan breaks out, like according to your kid's schedule. And I was like, true. Yeah. So there was something else that you mentioned too. Travel. Travel is very educational. I, I think travel has been such a huge part of my life. Thanks to my parents. And I feel like we've had these podcasts and we've recorded all these episodes and I don't feel like we've really talked about the importance of travel. Just like you were saying, it's very educational. The exposure, what you learn about yourself, other customs, cultures. Um, your own culture. Your own culture. Your like, own country. For us growing up, anytime we traveled somewhere, we had to write a paper before we went. And it wasn't like, oh, here's a one page, like, this is the capital. This is the language. It was like, what is the cult? Like, what are um, different aspects of the culture? Mm -hmm. What are things about, like, we would talk about food. Um, language they speak. The language or languages that are there. Prominent um, the, religion. The, yes, religion, the style of living, um, and just the different socioeconomics within the country. Um, if it was like, if there had been like war and torn, like if there was war, like just history of the country, um, just customs, different customs and culture, like customs between like men and women or men mm -hmm. and men. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when we went to Kenya, um, for me, I learned about like how there was a boys didn't have certain types of braids. Like, it was something that the girls only no, did. No, boys didn't do braids. They didn't, like, they weren't braids. And they kept making fun of my cousin because he Ricky, had. I talked to Ricky last night. He had braids. So they were he, laughing They were at laughing him. at him. Like, Ricky why does probably, this. He was. probably, what, he 12 was, then? He was a Because yeah. I was 15 and he was, like, 13. Yeah, so they're laughing he at him. Like he's a, it at like first. he's they a girl. Like, why do they give him this girl, like, right, right. style? Right, right, right. Now, to us, he was, we you know, know, brother you know? with braids. But, like, you know, if we had done maybe a little bit more, I didn't even think about, like, you know, braid culture. Or like, yeah. um, but there was also things where it's like if you saw two men holding hands down the street, it was a sign of friendship. It was right. it had nothing to do with, like, sexuality right. or there being are, in a relationship. Are, yes. It was just I feel comfortable with you. There I are, am. There are a lot of cultures where men. Can show will, different will signs of affection, okay. I think. Without it and it's, being it's, yes, it has nothing to do with sexuality. It or is really relationships just, in that sense. Right, yeah, right. It's just like the camaraderie and like warmth and affection yeah. of like people, humanity, family. Like socially, yeah. it's different. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think traveling is a. It's definitely shaped my life in a lot of ways. Um. Influenced me in a lot of ways. It opens your eyes up to other than what you learn on your own block. Now, your own block could be, you know, as small as the neighborhood you've grown up in, or maybe you can expand it to the city you've grown mm -hmm. up in, maybe even the state that you've grown up in, maybe even the country the that country, you've grown yeah. up in. Okay. But what it does is it opens you up to a different style of living, thinking, you know, moving and grooving, different mores, different customs. And don't ever think that all that you know. You know, a lot of what you know is because of where have you grown up. 
and at the time and space that you've grown up. But that's not the whole world. No. You know, just like something as simple as eating something different than what you eat every day. People will be scared of it. I've never eaten eel. Oh, no. I really like I've never eaten crickets. Oh, no. I've eaten bugs. Well, you know, there's people (laughs) that eat bugs. So it's not going to kill you. It's a protein. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if, if, you know, why? I mean, to me, it's always been interesting to understand the whole world, you know, particularly when it comes to, you know, spirituality or religion. You know, you can't just take what you've learned on your block and apply it to yourself and think that it applies to everybody else in the world. Well, the world's a great big place. So don't be so tunnel vision to think that all that you know or what you've been taught should be cast on everybody. And when you get out in the world and you see different things, these things are, you know, what's happening across the street from you that you don't know about isn't going to hurt you or kill you. It's just different. Me, I've been curious to learn about it, to experience it even in some points. When it comes to like diet, dietary thing, I eat anything. I will put pretty much anything in my mouth and try it. Now, <laughs> if I don't like it, I believe I, that's no. I'm, well, I mean, I, you know. I've seen, yeah, and I because of that, I feel like I'm the same way when I travel. Like, I will, I have no problem trying things. Yeah, it's like the first time I tried escargot. It was like, am I really gonna put a slug in my mouth? Am I really gonna eat a slug? I mean, I played with slugs. I was magnified. I was a crazy little kid. I put the magnifying glass on them. Not I was a crazy little kid. You know, I mean, am I really gonna do this? But you know, look, it was cooked up in some garlic and some butter, and it was Did you nice. Like it? First time I had it, it was nice. It, it, I was so pleasantly surprised. And then I tried it again, and I wasn't so happy with it. And then I tried it one other time, and it was it was okay. Now I would probably never have escargot again. That's kind of like for me, if I try new food, I give it three tries. So the first one, I like go in and I've got all these expectations, what everyone else has told me Mm -hmm. or what I've read about or maybe a visual thing. And I'm like, okay, and I, I, you know, I may like it. I may not like it, but I will try it again because then I'm like, okay, I've been prepared. I've actually had it. Now I can like make a decision. And then if I have it a third time, I'm like, I like it. Yeah. I I like this. Yeah. I mean, I'll try I mean, what I'd really like to eat is I'd like to eat some horse. I just have never found it, to tell the truth. Um, I think they just had, it was on the menu in Columbia. Yeah. And I'm like, not even joking. Yeah, I no, I, I I definitely want to eat some horse. I want to eat some monkey. Just because I, just, I don't I've know why. I've seen the table for the monkey brain. Yeah, see, I just saw that on Indiana Jones. No, there's a, the um, eat the brains. when I was but, in China, there was like a table and there's like a oh little, yeah, yeah well yes like yes yes and then there's a thing you hit the monkey on the head oh yeah you kill him right there yes you eat it while it's um while it's live oh no no i'm not, trying, <laughs> I'm not yeah I'm not, I'm not trying to do I that i used to see a lot of weird things i'd um, be like y'all are really doing this right yeah like i mean you know maybe if no i was there and the, we're at the monkey brain table and somebody else calls him and says kyle try it yeah. I, you know, that's more like Lex Luger. I mean, not Lex Luger, Hannibal Lecter. To I'm me, not, though, I'm not that's very that like, deep. this is a movie scene. Yeah. Like, well, how did I get here? Well, well. But it's like, oh, no, these things do actually exist in some places. Right, right. And it's nice when you go, you know, the thing is, you know what you know, and that's fine, and that's groovy. That's a beautiful thing that you know how to handle your environment. 
But it's just, you know, to me, it's just such a big world. I just want to see more of it, you know, and I don't expect to know it when I'm going. I'm, I'm trying to live it. I'm trying to experience it. So, you know. Any travel rules that you could like or travel advice you would give? Yeah, there's there. Yeah, sure. There's some one on one travel. Well, first, like, there's like some basics. I know Cheyenne and Zach recently came back from a trip and they were talking about how there are a lot of people got sick because they were drinking the water yeah. or eating like certain fruits or vegetables so like yeah. for me it's like when i travel to certain countries like i won't eat fruits that don't have um appeal appeal or yeah. rind of some sort because of the water is different from the water that's used here in the states and it's just filtered it's just you know different what it is you have different microorganisms different yeah. parasites things like that that so our bodies may sick. be used to yeah through our water system but not used, not to, used in theirs. to there so yeah no like Leafy vegetables, like literally no nothing. If it doesn't have a rind or a pill, like yeah. I won't eat in that sense. Well, I think what you're saying is water-based vegetables. Water-based, yeah. yeah. Um, like a tomato, like lettuce, mm -hmm. like greens. You or know, even like the ice from the ice machine. Sometimes yeah. you have to be mindful of the ice. Yeah. Um, brushing your teeth at the ho at the hotel, like. You have to use bottled water. Bottled water. So just being mindful yeah. of these and things. It, and sometimes. it kind of depends if you're going to. You know, a third world country, without a doubt, you want to stay away from the water. You don't want the, you want bottled water. Spend the money, get the bottled water. Now, if you're going to a area that is big in tourism, you know, let's say like a Cancun or let's say like a Hong Kong or um, I don't know, think of the name of a place that's foreign, that parts of Jamaica. You know, there's parts of Jamaica you better stay with bottled water, but there's also, Even also parts, parts of Mexico. Like where, growing up, we did a lot of Mexico trips, and the the filtration system yeah. has actually changed yes. since yes. I first started yeah. going. Yes, as a little kid. If, if you're in a large hotel and it's, and it's big and they got marble floors or whatever the case may be, and you know, they have filtration yeah. systems because they want you to come back. They want theirs. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are. They are spent the vetting themselves, making sure that they got a water. Mm -hmm. A water filtration system that is not going to make you ill. It's not going to give you Montezuma's revenge um, because they understand their their clientele. You know, mm -hmm. so then you can trust the water. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but, but if you're third world, you know, I, and I love third world. I, I, I do too. You know, I do. sometimes I still get sick because I eat street food. You know, it's crazy. But usually street food is cool because it's cooked on fire. I've seen you eat street food and like die. Yeah, and I've eaten the same street food and been like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Street food, you know, the thing is, street food is that's their culture. Food. That's what yeah. you know. That's what they're eating. They're they're tearing it up. So sometimes I go and I'm just like, man, look, it's on fire. It must be okay. I have, and I, I don't mean fire the way you guys slang. Fire is like you know, good, good. I mean actual fire. Oh, if like it's, cooking. If oh it's yeah, cooked it's, on it's fire. I'm usually it's open. Fire. I'm usually it's, cool with the yeah. game. Yeah, no, those are the best places to me. Oh, I've been to places. Where you, I swear to God, you think you never eat, because most places, most like where markets. Tell me, this was in, this was in Marrakesh, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, where There's the market is, they go, they catch their fish, they put it on a bed of ice. There's a piece of plexi right here, and there's flies and bees everywhere. Bees, more bees than flies. I feel actually. like when you see bees, I feel like it's a good sign. But I mean, it's unbelievable that the bees are just right there. I mean, like <coughs> a blanket of bees. They're not bothering anybody. Nobody's bothering them. 
and the meat is right there, and you're thinking, oh, there's no refrigerator. Where's the refrigerator? Well, there's no refrigerator. I said, but I'm looking at these people are eating it every day. Nobody's dead. I'm like, let's just cook it up. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I think it's interesting um, in terms of traveling and seeing the different styles of how, like, people sell food or present food, like the markets versus, mm-hmm. like, our grocery stores where there's, like, three selections of fish, right. one select, maybe two selections of shrimp, big, small, um, a few scallops, and, like, then you have, like, these a variety of meat. Whereas you can go to, a, like, an open-air market or, like, go to a fish market in China, and it's, like, Oh my gosh! I don't know what fish right. I want. Seventeen be- How, different what fishes. What is yeah. this yeah. fish? They'll have six variations. Yeah. I literally went to this one market one time. There were like twenty different variations of shrimp alone, wow. mm. and I was like, "Blue shrimp, this shrimp, that shrimp," and wow. I was just like, completely different. Like you see the tanks, and they'll you'll be like, "Oh, they'll be like which one?" You point to the fish. Blue shrimp. They will bottles. weigh it, and then they ask you, "How do you want it cooked?" Like that was. That was the restaurant. This is one of my favorite places in the whole entire world. And I Where wish this is in Guangzhou somewhere. Go to Guangzhou. Um, I wish I could go there right now. I have no idea what state it's in, like what's going on. But like, I would literally pay to have more experiences there. Um, yeah. Where it's, there's this one fish, it's like flat. And it, it was so good. Like this, just the, the freshness of the food, the mm-hmm. herbs that are used, like the way things are cooked are just, mm-hmm. it's just different. Um, meeting different people, right. learning about different cultures. Yeah. Like, I think that is a really important skill set to learn. And like, um, as an American, like we are taught a certain perspective and viewpoint. Um, and once you do start to travel and you, you know, you in- engage and interact with like your environment, you'll be like, oh, you know, like you are able to, I think just be open to more and like yeah. it, it helps drive that curiosity yeah. um, to even learn more and like want to know what else is going on out there. So that when things do, you know, happen in the world, you're not just completely ignorant. Um, yeah. 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 So if you can get out there. Yeah. Traveling. Look, even if you're going to another state. Yeah. Yeah. Because even from state to state. It's there's customs, so much going customs, on. Customs, eating habits. Mm-hmm. Change. Okay. I mean, you don't have to go across the river, across the water. No. You can go from here to Texas, Texas to Nebraska and see a world of difference. Go to Tennessee. Mississippi. They eat muskrat. I've never seen muskrat on the menu out here. I don't even know what muskrat looks like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But what I'm just saying it's, it's just, but just here's the point. Get off of your block. Go visit another block. Get out of your community. Go visit another one. Okay. Go and Just do something up. Change your scenery, even go, if it is in your same state. If like, you've never eaten soul food or southern food, go try it. If you've never tried Korean food, go try it. If you've never had Chinese food, I don't know where you are if you don't have because they Chinese restaurants are everywhere. <laughs> so I don't, you know, but anyway. American Chinese food. Yeah. All right. I think that was a nice little Yeah. Get us through the favorite week. place. We're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap up real quick. Oh my god! Favorite place. Can I give like a top five? All right, top five. Okay, in my top five, in no particular order, Ziwanao is one of my favorites. Ziwanao is was It's nice. I love as a country. I love Thailand. Um, 
And Thailand has gone by too fast for me. I need to go and like spend two weeks there no, without a rush, without a I crowd. Would like spend like three months there and like drop off the face of the yeah. earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taiwan, was a trip. Uh, I can get lost in that country. First thing I remember, first time we went like, to Taiwan, Bangkok. Uh, oh, they, yeah. they don't have toilets. Well, you can find a toilet, but they have a ceramic. They do have toilets. Yeah, they have a ceramic hole cut in the floor. And you squat. Well, I've squatted many times. Well, an old man like me, me squatting, I'm on the ground. You no, know. but it's it's good for your bowel movements. Yeah, yeah, I know. It gets you everything lined up. Yes. But I mean that's their normal to their normal toilets on the ground. But they have they have toilets for like, you know, Americans like me. Okay. Thailand, nice place. Yeah. Good, nice people, fun people, money goes far. Well, I'm gonna save two spots because I haven't been to those places yet, but I know they're coming. Um, and I also really like Germany. I've been to Germany. You have. You just didn't remember you were a baby. No, I was. A, no, that's why I say I haven't. I I've been to Germany with my mom <laughs> as a baby. As a baby. Okay. No, I, I had the leaderholds in the whole nine yards. Oh, I've got some pictures of him in okay. his outfit. But I'm talking about as no, a, as okay. an adult. So yeah. else? Um, no, I think I really, really enjoyed Germany, and it was interesting. You, you haven't been to Barcelona, huh? I have not been to Oh, you'd love Barcelona. That's why I'm like, I have oh, some other open spaces. Oh, girl, let me tell you some Barcelona is so sweet. Some of my really good friends think that I would really like Barcelona is on the list, Amsterdam, um, and then a few places in South Africa. Um, One minute. Yes. You didn't go to Amsterdam with us? No, that was your 40th birthday. I was a kid. Where did we leave you guys? We, you left me in Cheyenne at home with your mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, you said you stayed with your mom this week. Yeah. How was that? Oh, it was cool. It was cool. My mom is in her 80-somethings, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't spend a lot of time with her just because, you know, where I'm moving and she's, you know. And you guys we're, are in different we're, And we're, we're, in a, we're an hour and a half away. Yeah. Um, so usually when I see her, I see her, you know, you know, all the birthdays, holidays, things like that. But I'm just, I'm, I haven't been a good son, the type of son that just stops by, you know, on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I don't, I, just, I don't know why. So anyway, this this. For a couple of weeks, my sister's been gone out of town. Where's she at? She first she went to like the Bordeaux and Champagne uh -huh. places to see wine country. Okay. Now she's in, I think, Senegal. Nice. She, she jumped over to Africa to do a couple couple. We need to go to Africa. We need to go um, to Senegal particularly. I, I know someone she who showed just me a picture. moved back to Senegal not too long ago, and I want to show you. They're paying like less than five thousand dollars a month and they've got a no, five no. bedroom house on the beach ocean view okay. live in nanny full-time okay. chef there's kids are in school there's yeah. a driver okay. and i'm like no you don't really understand this is i don't know if this was in senegal or ghana she sent me a picture of this place it was five thousand dollars yes for the year yeah, you can buy places. You can rent places for like three for year. $350 to $450 yes. a month. Yes, it was yes. on the beach. Unbelievable. So, yeah, we, we needed to get that. Uh, we need to go. When she comes back, she, I'm sure she's going to fill my head full of things that, I mean, I get No, I, I, I have, a, like, yeah. I know a few people who've recently moved back out there yeah. and then some people who've been out there for the last five years. So, yeah. it's like. There's a few different countries, like, within West Africa. I'm getting on the Marcus Garvey train and going back yeah, to Africa. Me too. I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> okay. What were we talking about? I don't know. You saw your mom. You had a good time. Oh, so oh, so, so my mom. So, so what we did, me and my brother, we decided, okay, well, not we decided. Our sister said, you need to watch mom while I'm going. <laughs> so me and my brother got together. We had a schedule. Well, in the schedule, 
I had a couple days, but one of them was Cheyenne's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was Teresa's son's birthday celebration day. Okay. So I traded some days with my brother. So then the last couple days, I've been with my mom. That's nice. And it was nice, you know, sitting up, talking, reminiscing. That's good. You know, like, you know, did a meal yesterday. Listen to this. I did a meal yesterday, and then I saw my dad and my brother, mm-hmm. so I invited them over. Okay. So now it ended up being my mom, mm-hmm. my dad, my older brother, and me. When was the last time the four of you guys sat together? Probably, I'm 63, probably 60 years ago. How did that make you feel? Because I was about three years old when we when they got divorced. Somewhere in there. How did that, that was make two, you three, feel? Four. How was that? Well, you know, I realized it. I realized what the, the, the dynamics of it. Yeah. I just, I, and I didn't mention it. I just wondered if anybody else at the table thought about it. That's crazy. Because it's not yeah. like you guys don't do anything. Right, right. They see right, each other right. all the You're time. You're right. My mom and dad are friends. The fact that. And I see this... my brother all the time. I see my dad all the time. I see my mom all the time. I talk to him, you know. Yeah. But the the four of us, the, the original family, that was wow. our original family, um, sat down and had a meal together. Um, and probably, yeah, it's probably been like 60 years. You know? Yeah, just it was pretty wild. It was just the four of us. Keisha was gone. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. Life before Keisha. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Let's get out of here on that. Yeah, I'm happy you had that moment. Yeah, that's a, a very, nice like, that's a surreal moment. Yes, like, you, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. You know, deep down, I, oh, I didn't miss it to that's anybody. That's really special. My mom will see you now. Wow. Not because my mom watches this. So now she's seeing yeah, I'm, I'm wonder, that just made I'm me emotional. I'm wondering if she thought about it, if anybody else did. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for Gosh, tuning in. That was great. Okay. How do you, I forgot how to close out. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for tuning Thank in to, the, to Unfiltered Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, every thank, once in a while, I was gonna say thank you for letting me be a guest again. Oh yeah, no problem. Well, you did it so well last time. Um, don't forget to comment, like, yeah, subscribe, yeah. review. Is it our unfiltered kitchen? No, it's oh, so if you go to YouTube, it's if you just put unfiltered kitchen, you're gonna find us. Just put in unfiltered kitchen. I tried, Cheyenne. You see a I black tried. man with a bald head? Is me? Okay. <laughs> Where can people find you? <laughs> they can find me at Pretty Boy Floyd Three. And you can find me at R. Kyle Lynn, or you can find me on the Think Loud Crew podcast. Oh, yeah. They do really well on Think Loud. <laughs> Think Loud for... I need to listen to a couple podcasts. Oh, we just had a really about. good podcast um, with Nana, Dave, and Mom, and we were just reflecting on how strong our village is and just like some family morals and values and yeah. how we push through hard moments. So, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Peace out, guys. See you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye.